that's okay because you're all here for the ride with us. I'm Lindsay and I'm here with Sam. Hi. Okay, so we'll do a quick little introduction and then we'll go into our episode. We've been talking about this like every girl for the past seven years of our lives. Since we were in high school, we've been joking about we YouTube should start and a podcast. podcast. We and like to talk. A thousand percent. <laughs> and so we are just like, why not now? We ha- You can't keep pushing off. You're not going to let your dreams, what's that saying? Like dreams off the horizon. Oh, I can't, you're not going to get it out of me. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but like, we're not going to let our dreams fade away. We're just going to, yes. we're going to. Take them, we're gonna take the bull by its horns, and we're gonna go for it. Take and here action. we are. We gotta stop talking about it and start doing. Yes. Because we talk too much That's to exactly. not do this. Exactly the issue. So, Sam and I are both recent college grads. I'm Lindsay. I am 22 years old. I went to Villanova University down west of Philadelphia. I will not say we're Philly school because I'm not trying to get controversy on this. <laughs> not on our first episode. No. I majored in business. Um, I majored in finance and accounting there. I was in a sorority. The whole vibes of college. All nine yards. All nine yards. Big sports girly. Is that saying? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's All it. nine yards. I think that's it. I think, I feel like it's like... As I just go- said, the sports girly, as now kick at the sports <laughs> reference. Is that a sports reference? Nine yards, wouldn't it be a football reference? I don't think it's a football <laughs> reference. Isn't it, what's the actual saying? I don't know. I thought it was the whole nine yards. You're probably right. We'll Google it after this. Yeah. See? That's what happens. But, so, I just, um... Major business, I think that's everything. I worked, I was a college tour guide, you know, really just built into the experience. Best four years of my life, I should not say, but we'll get into that maybe in well, a future episode. Our college experiences. They can be a good four years without being the best four years of your life. Agreed. Or they can be the best four years up to now. And now I'm a Wall Street girly working for a big bank, which is slightly terrifying, but. It's happening, and I work full-time Happening at 8 to 5. I do work a well-balanced lifestyle, and we will talk more about that. I'm addicted to spin, my emotional support water bottle, podcasts. Um, I'll give you my podcast, a little download. I listen to so many. I listen to Gals on the Go. Some, oh, other, some other podcasts in that genre. Of course. And, like, that kind of chit-chatty pop, pop culture which Real is exactly housewives. the vibe we're trying to emulate. Wait, did yes. you watch last week, this past week's New Jersey? I did not watch last night. Did you watch? It's last Wednesday, week's? by the way, people. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and then, what else? Oh, I also love true crime podcasts. The sharp oh, right turn. Can't really. Sharp right turn. I'm 22, so I can say it's my drunk, my drunk habit, my, my drunk fiend, is I love to watch a good prison documentary on Netflix when I get home from a night out. Hot That's take. like the strangest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Baby Behind Bars, great series, would recommend. Sam, handing it off to you now. I, I am the most chatty civil engineer you will ever meet in your whole life. I went to University of Buffalo up in the cold. Um, my college experience was similar to Lindsay's, but I was not as outgoing as Lindsay was, so not a college tour guide. I did opt to not be in a sorority because I cannot handle that many commitments at once, and school is enough of a commitment for me. Fair. I can't do any more than I did. You were also an engineer. Yeah, like my workload was, was a lot. It wasn't like more than most people's, but it was just enough. To overwhelm me. You need me. To, to own yourself. It was a lot. Engineering was a lot. is a lot. It was, it was enough to overwhelm me. So, you know, there was that. And then now I'm working eight to five like Lindsay. Also a big podcast, Real Housewives Girl. 
which is the anomaly of a civil engineer. Is that the right word? Anomaly? Yeah, that's right. Like, a- I... An outlier, if you will. Yeah, like an outlier, because I work with all men, mainly. <laughs> and, oh, there was something else I was going to say. We are big wine drinkers. Yes. Wine moms, like we used to say in college. My life goal was to be the suburban soccer mom with the mug, the quote-unquote mug on the sideline. 100%. Throw me in a van, I will be a soccer mom. See, I'm going to be a more suburban girly. Like a big, big truck. I don't know if I could drive that truck. I I would prefer just a normal SUV. Okay. I can't see see the minivan life becoming my life. I don't think the minivan life has gone anywhere. Like, I think the minivan life stopped with our generation. generation. Like, I don't think anyone in our generation is getting a minivan. I agree with that. Um, so minivan lifestyles, him and I are not rushing two children, but we no. are both in relationships. We're both dating. Mine is long distance, sad, but only for the next like six months when my boyfriend moves to New York. So we shall see. <laughs> I am the what's it, like not a cougar is when you're dating younger, right? Cougars when you date gold digger. Yeah. I'm a gold digger, not really. I, I I'm the I'm the, bride, I'm the then, trophy no, wife. Eric Eric is the cradle robber. He is the cradle robber. Yes. Um, my boyfriend is a little older. He's 25. His birthday is next month. No, yeah, next month. Yeah. 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 All right. It's it is currently February. His birthday is in March. I it's almost, so weird. This month, this year's flown. This year's flying by. Yes. So he lives two towns over from me. I'm very lucky. We did do long distance in college for a little bit, so I kind of get that vibe. Not as crazy as Sam because I liked that college had an end date but you do have an end date too I have an end date you know we met in college we met ironically through psychology 101 which I was not even supposed to take it didn't even count for my graduation credits everything happens for a reason exactly so there's an end date it's just a little further away than I would like but you know what? Those are the sacrifices. Yeah. Sam let, met the traditional route, the way you want to tell your parents you met. I met my boyfriend on Tinder. But, <laughs> we, each, but we each have our own journey. <laughs> we are so different in that way. Like, I met them. I met Patrick so innocently, like so lovely. Lindsay's like Tinder in a pandemic. In a pandemic. <laughs> yes, it's called, a, you're, I'm an attention whore, and I was bored during the pandemic when I was not getting attention, so you swipey, swipe, swipe, and you wind up in a year and a half long relationship in accidentally. a long-term relationship. With Completely man. accidentally. But here we are. <laughs> oh my god. How was work today for you? Work was good. Um, I work in a very male-dominated career, but somehow work in a women-dominated office. That's so nice. Oh, my phone lit up. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's because, like, things... We're actually going... I'm pretty proud of us for doing this. <laughs> okay, anyway. This is good. Um, so, my boss... It, well, my ma- direct manager is a female. The woman who works in the cubicle next to me, also a female. Wow. Um, it was my, it's my birthday's... Um, my birthday's... Wow, my boss's birthday... Oh, my God. ...this week. Are you going to celebrate? We d- oh, so, they got her flowers today. Aww. We all chipped in. We wrote a nice little card. So nice. I know. It really... Camaraderie. That's a warm... That warms my heart. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. They, we, they passed around the card last week and we're like, no, no one see it. The men in the office were very confused because they were like, what am I doing? And I had only been working. I recently transferred offices and I've only been in this office for about two weeks. And they're all of a sudden passing around a card and I'm in charge to make sure that she doesn't see it. Because That's like, a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. And the men of the office were not very helpful. They That's were not much, surprising. They were much like, what am I doing? And I'm like, you just need to sign the card and hand it to me silently. Oh my God. But we got People it done. Are so stupid. One time, we when we were writing a card out for one of our professors in college because we had this big group chat of all like maybe twenty kids, 
we were his wife was like having like a brain tumor and he was gonna have to like take a leave of absence from school so we were writing a card because he was like the greatest guy ever we're writing him a card unfortunately my friend didn't know that like our friend group like the people who bought into it like ended with her so she kept passing the card like for other people that we had no idea who they were to sign it so his card had a lot of random people signing get well soon or like hope your wife feels better they were like what it was really uncomfortable but we got it back from them eventually it didn't go across the whole room which was good but and you know what also was a thought that counts and they probably were appreciated that they got included accidentally yeah they probably didn't even know like it's very nice but also, side note, his wife is better. He did come back to school. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, so that's... I wouldn't have said that if they, like, had a really tragic outcome. But, like, he's back. I was just gonna gloss over it and not even ask. Yeah, no, he's he's all good. She's all good, really. They had a they had a son that was adorable. Oh. He used to show... He was, like, that quintessential, you could get him off track sort of teacher. Oh. So you just bring up, like, oh, what did you do this weekend? And he went off. About what? the kid? Yeah. The that's kid, cute. the wife his life and in buffalo when you get a lot of snow you get a lot of stories okay so you know i don't know if we mentioned this we're from long island i don't oh. think we mentioned this i don't think we mentioned it um yeah so so sam and i are used to the cold we were she was not in culture shock but no. the snow shock was real the snow and wind shock like if anyone's ever been to buffalo it's really not that much colder than here it's it's not that bad it's the wind every single day consistently just whipping in your face i think i got wind burned like eight thousand times like it was it physically like on the throughway when you're driving it moves the cars a little bit like it's terrifying but yeah i just thought it was important to know we're not coming from miami to buffalo where you've never so seen snow before true. no no, no. We, we've seen we've, the snow we've shoveled the snow and that's the great thing about we're like, investing going to in a snowblower now oh i am so happy for your family well, you know what? we have a snowblower with my neighbor you and shared it? We shared it because they're older. Okay. So they had the snowblower. And then your dad just used it. Well, we never got to use it because my neighbor left it out all winter. So, like, the engine rusted over. So when we went to go use it, it wouldn't turn on. And then we brought it somewhere to get it fixed. And they were like, we can't fix this. It's The engine is done. So now we've been just shoveling. And we shovel out our neighbors because, of course, they're, like, older people. So then us and our other neighbor are going to go in now on a snowblower. Got it. Because we're tired of shoveling. Best investment my family has ever made. So, I live on a corner. Oh, so we have to do both yeah. sides of the house when we shovel. So the snowblower was a big investment. That saved both my backs. My father's back. He has two girls. As he mm. says, the useless for the shoveling. Oh, no. We are very useful in the shovel. Oh, oh my father said... If, okay, my, my boyfriend's one of four men. And the family... I, I, I felt weird calling him boys. Like, my 24-year-old boy oh no totally it's, it's a man but like he's a boy yeah if you know him he's a boy so true <laughs> but so his dad grew up and like after the boys hit 12 didn't have to shovel they he wow. literally does not shovel anymore versus my father will be shoveling to the day he dies because me and my sister are like could shovel one in his <laughs> 17 well my dad said that he had to get a snowblower so we could figure out how it works so that way when mine breaks down or something he can help me out because what? he okay. knows that I'm going to have a snowblower when I'm an adult. And I will not be shoveling my own snow. What a king. He's very self-aware. And I also am pretty self-aware. 
that I will not be shoveling my own snow. I'm self-aware of that, and I'm self-aware if I ever move out on my own, I will be hiring someone to shovel my sense now. That's why renting is also, like, super, like, renting an apartment is so enticing, because you do not have to shovel your snow. I rented a house in college. Oh, but you still have to shovel. And I was in charge of shoveling my snow. (gasps) You? Yourself? Just you? Well, I had a roommate. Oh, your roommate's Corinne, if you're listening to this, I love you. You helped sometime, but she also slept late. And I'm an early riser, so when it snowed overnight, I felt a compulsive urge to go out and shovel in the morning. Because what if someone was walking? I lived right down the block from one of the hospitals. And I was terrified what if the nurses were parking on my street and walking. I didn't want them to walk through our our sidewalk. That's a really nice... I wouldn't have even thought about that. Uh, Both of our neighbors were nurses, so I consistently thought of them. One of them was a night nurse, and I went out one morning at like... 7 30 before class to shovel Oof. and i had 8 30 a.m and the woman was already out shoveling my snow and i was horrified i felt so bad because she had just worked a night shift and i was shoveling both me and her out oh my god that's so nice people yeah. are like outside of new york are so chivalrous i would not say so really i feel like people in my Buffalo landlord are... was crazy oh my landlord well. was a crazy woman she would show mm-hmm. up at times unannounced I would Did just, she let herself in your house? She let herself in a few times, which oh, don't is like that. technically illegal. But yeah, that is point. super illegal. And we also had a fun time where all of a sudden we were just in our kitchen cooking and we look in our backyard and our landlord's back there just measuring. And we're like, hi, are you, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just was, I was looking for next year. I'm going to put some sod down. I'm like, maybe let us know. So we don't just look in our backyard and all of a sudden this woman there. What if you were like naked? She did walk on my roommate naked. No. Coming out of the shower once in a towel. And no, like out. that's weird. Yeah. I would sue her. Not you can't like sue people for that, but like I, I did just buy a wish... ring. I bought a ring doorbell, so we were aware when she was coming in and out. Because like also... genius, but like you shouldn't have to spend. Because rings are like not cheap. I, it was one hundred twenty dollars, but the best one hundred twenty dollars I ever spent because I I'm I'm a girl with anxiety, and I would go home and like things would be a little ajar, and I was afraid that we got burglarized. So knowing it was just totally. her in and out, oh, gave me a you... sense of calm. See, I see it from okay. I also have anxiety, but I don't want to know if someone's coming to my door at three o'clock in the morning, like looking in. I don't want to know if someone's doing that. Like my aunt has a ring and when we're on vacation, she's like monitoring that thing. Like it is nobody's business. When I came So home, she finds people, one guy, midnight, came up to her front door, didn't ring the doorbell because when he saw she had the ring, he left, but like was like peeking in her front window. And I was like, see, I don't want to know that. So I can't have the ring because I don't need to see the When I came the goings home on. for breaks, I turned it off. Like that's good. I turned it off. I did not need the alerts. Also helped that my roommate lived like a half hour from school so she would stop in. I didn't need the alerts of when she was stopping in the house. Right. And I knew, every, and every time she'd stop in, I'd look at it and I was, so after the first break, I was like, nope, when I'm home, it's off. But when I'm at school, when I'm at, when I was at school and I went to campus, I would leave it on and then I would know if my packages came and things like that. But I've not, did not hang it up when I moved home. If I ever moved out, I probably would just from being like girls living alone, a little scary, but. Yeah. Definitely. Not, I think I have too much anxiety to look at that sort of stuff. I would get like so nervous at all times of the day. Um, so we also got indoor cameras at one point because oh I don't remember. Oh, because she turned off our fridge one time and then because she liked, I think we think she liked to feel needed. So we called her about things. She felt good about it. Interesting. I'm unsure, but all I know is that one time we called her on the ring going in and then we went home and our food was smelling weird and the fridge was off. So then I was, it was right around Black Friday. So I ordered cameras on black friday for really cheap and i put them up and then we had a mice problem and one or two times the mouse set off the camera and after that i took those down because i did not want to know 
Yeah, no, 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 no. I could not do it with the yeah, mic. Then we had a nice little exterminator um, trip a few times, and a lot of them disappeared. But that's scary. It was it was a traumatizing year, but it was a COVID year. We we went to school in COVID, and I mm-hmm. and they threatened to kick us off campus multiple times. And at that point, I said goodbye, friends. I will live off campus, and yeah. I went. And off campus, I went to a house that had not been rented out two weeks before school started. So you could imagine the shape the, it was the shape in. it was in. But you made it work. You we made, made it, it a home. Lovely. It was a house, and we made it a home. That's so nice. That's such really... a nice sentiment. I love Do that. you want to move into our next chat, or what you did this week? Or I don't know where to <laughs> go from I here. did this week, I didn't really do anything this week. We went to the St. John's first Villanova game last night, because I'm a lifelong St. John's fan, and Lindsay is a Villanova alum, so we decided we would make the trek into Manhattan, to go to the game, which was super fun. We got drinks and dinner at Juniper Bar, which was fantastic. So good. I had the um, grilled cheese, but instead of like American cheese, it was brie on the inside with the short rib, and it was literally to die for. I would have it a million times over. I had a pressed focaccia sandwich with like eggplant and roasted red pepper, arugula, Oof, pesto situation. So it was unbelievable no leftovers were t- to oh, be seen it was no. so good not only were there no leftovers we had to ask for extra dipping sauce uh, because the fries were charged just extra for and they brought it over to us after the fries when the fries were basically done because it took them 45 minutes like everything was done we were basically ready for the check and they were like oh here's your sauce like great thanks so much i'm a big sauce enthusiast and i was mad that i only had ketchup I yeah, that was our only complaint about the place. I gotta say, the yeah, our waitress also was like a little um, flighty, flighty. But she also like there was a lot of people in there. I gotta give her the benefit of the doubt, but she she could have been a little more attentive yes. to our sauce needs at the very least, and our sangria needs. And our yeah, I could have went for another one, even though I did not need another one. Oh, I did not need another one. But I we got based on Melissa at the game because it was at the garden, and they have this like one pop up stand <laughs> based on Melissa, and it happened to be where our tickets were. But unfortunately, I do think that made me sick. Like, I felt I, awful. Okay, so Sam and I were discussing this. We went with another friend, and she felt absolutely fine. She went to the restaurant with us. She drank the drinks with us. But then at the she game... She split my meal with me. Like, yeah, so we she, ate the same dinner. Yeah, so then she left the game, and Sam and I decided it would be a smart thing to get baked by Melissa. After that, we were broken. Our bodies were broken. We were Literally. unwell. And I think it has something to do with the Big Time Melissa, very sadly, because I enjoy Big Time Melissa. I love Big Time Melissa. But the thing is, those ones in the garden, are they fresh? No, I don't think they are. And But also, to be fair, there were some leftover today. And no matter how traumatized I am from last night, I was still able to eat them today after lunch. Dead. <laughs> and they were delicious. And I don't feel sick. Okay. And I haven't felt sick. I think maybe it was, like, the fact that we had sangria, and then we switched to, like, beer, and you had an angry orchard. Like, and I hate to be, like, a pick-me girl, because I really don't want to be a pick-me girl. Like, I don't love beer, but, like, I, I enjoy it at a sporting event. Yes. And I don't think I could ever have wine beforehand. I think maybe that was mixed with the cupcakes. Like, maybe the brie, like, didn't sit with my stomach either, but... But I didn't have free. Right, you also, also was broken. Sick. So like that's why I feel like we were we drank the same amount. Yes, we did. We matched. So I'm I'm thinking that could be it. But my boyfriend tried to convince me that it was the cider because it's, I've had this cereal problem where I love to have one cider, but the minute I have like too much drink and a cider's involved, the next like twelve hours I'm a downer. But I felt fine this morning. 
He I felt fine the AM. I was not yes. drunk. He's he no not even drunk. Like my stomach was wasn't bothering me this morning. But usually the morning after cider, I just my stomach's in shambles. Maybe it's the wheat, like the gluten. He thinks it is, so he tries to convince me not to drink them. But I love the taste of them. And at a sporting event, you don't event, drink that much that can be bought like places like you like mix drinks like liquor and wine. Like yes, you can't like go to a Seven Eleven and like pick anything like oh, you're well, only I'm getting a, you're only getting a hard cider at 7-eleven yes i'm a picky girl so like you not. can't stop drinking the one thing you're going to be able to easily access thank you thank you for being my queen and understanding me of course um i personally cannot drink beer i don't know what it is um i have had a bud light once in my life Ugh. it was at the zach brown band concert after i was already like 18 i'm joking that's a Way exaggeration, but wine spritzers deep, and I, the, oh. it was water to me. It was water to me. But anytime I have any type of beer, I burp uncontrollably. My first beer or my fourteenth beer, I burp like it's nobody's baby, and I cannot deal. So I'm I hate not a beer. beer girly. Could not be a beer girly. I'm a very specific beer girly. I will drink a Corona with a lime, and if there's no lime, I will not drink it. Like it tastes good because of the lime. Okay. And then I like that blue moon that we had at City Field over the summer. It was like blue oh, moon c- citrus or something. Like it was a citrusy blue moon. That was really good. And then I tried my dad's beer at dinner the other night. And it was a mango-y like wheat beer. And it was also delish. My dad drinks a grapefruit beer. I think it's or great orange. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the German one. Yes. I like... I, this is going to sound really crazy, but I think that, like, my family made those really popular. No, they did. My parents found out about it because of your parents. Okay, so we went to Germany in 2012 or, like, 2013, and that's what my mom drank. Like, that grapefruit shuffle hopper yep. drink. It's delicious. It doesn't even... It's juice. It's grapefruit juice with, like, a hint of beer at the end. And my mom loved it. So we, like, came back and were on a mission to find it. And we found it... At, easily so like i know we weren't the first people to bring it over but then now my dad's family drinks it excuse me my parents friends obviously Lindsay's parents and my parents are friends they drink like everyone drinks it my mom's family drinks it i like like to think we popularize that beverage please take it own it i would like to to take all the credit for that we we brought it back to the states uh yeah i definitely could never. My dad tries to make me drink it. I try. I really will try anything. Because it's so it'd be easier if you liked beer. Yes. And I also hate tequila, which is also a big thing that a lot of people like. And I was like, let's I'm take a tequila shot. I'm really only a tequila girly. Again, it sounds like I'm a pick me, but I'm not. Like I swear to you all, I'll drink anything. You like Pink Whitney. You would do like a pink Whitney. I shot. like Pink Whitney, but like if you gave me pink? straight vodka, like I I would have to say no. I don't like vodka based drinks. Like I they ha- it has to mask the alcohol completely. Very different. It is. I, I love. I love a vodka. Tequila. Hot take. I love whiskey. Oh, is. whiskey, delicious. I love a whiskey yeah. sour. Makes a little sour mix in it. So that's my hot take. But well, not really, not really, really hot take. People do. I like was going to say. But. I think mine is more of a hot take that I don't like it. You're right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I just cannot. I'm a wine drinker through and through. We'll drink an entire bottle of wine on a night. But my preferred drink are a canned wine spritzer. I love you are a big spritzer. I love a Babe Rose. The Babe 100s are my white claw. Like you see those girls oh, who are yes. like I don't I'm skinny. I'm a skinny queen. I drink white claw. I'm not a skinny queen, but I Why drink. Why didn't I get a white claw last night? I don't know. I don't really like white claw that mission. much anymore. You were on a mission to find the blue moon citrus. I think your mind was thinking beer. beer. I know. You know what? And seltzers don't sit well with me that well either. I'm a little nervous cuz like I don't know. 
I like to be drunk in the moment. Like I love that buzz feeling. But the second I get home and I'm by myself and I'm like oh brushing my teeth, like the I'm anxiety? like anxiety. Uh, anxiety. It, I'm still drunk though. Like I like my stomach churning. Every part of me is like, why did you do this? And so last night when I was uh, unwell, I was like, why did I drink the beer? Like my heart was set on the fact that it was the beer that made me sick. And then when Lindsay also felt sick, I was like, oh, it was baked by Melissa. So I was like, why did I drink? Like, I'm thinking Eric's birthday is in a few weeks. And I was like, I can't get effed up. Like, I'm going to have to take it slow. And we were paying a hefty cover fee for free drinks. But you guys pay $60 up front. So I'm thinking I had to make my money's worth. But I also am thinking I cannot drink my money's worth of margaritas. Because I will be on the floor passed out there, dead. It's, it's bowling alley margaritas. So I'll preface this. My boyfriend is the direct opposite of me. I am a planner through and through. I want to know where we're going, when we're going. That's one of the many things Lindsay and I have in common. Like, Sam and I have a notebook. Sam has a notebook in front of her right now, what we're planning on talking about, which we very deviated from, which is very normal with us. I think that's But I think so for the fun. first episode, it's good for us to get to know each other a little bit yeah. more. I feel like the, yeah, I have to agree. But Although, I have one story to tell you after. Okay. My boyfriend is, a, I said, a, four bro- three brothers. He's the youngest of four. He grows, he, but his entire friend group has three or four brothers, like all of his friends. Mm-hmm. They call themselves like the the five, like the five families. I should know this more. We have a day for you and a half. so funny, the five families. They're all boys who have, all of his friends all have brothers. There is not a female in the group. That's... So you can imagine the high school football energy that you get from the group. Yeah, very Friday so, Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. There's no, if you're drinking, you're not just having one. That's the, the mentality. <sighs> if you're going out, you're going out. If it's a Tuesday night, who gives a fuck because you don't have work the next day kind of vibe. <sighs> it, Cannot it really. Ha- it doesn't matter what time of the week it is. Right. As if you don't have work the next day, it's a Friday night, you're going hard. Yeah. So, my boyfriend and his friends, all for their birthdays, throw open bars, which seems like a 30, in my opinion, not like 30, I guess it is a kind of 20-year-old thing, but I just feel like it's something more mature adults do. Because it is, it can get expensive. Yeah. That, I feel like that's probably why they do more of it. So, well, usually it's like 40 to 50 bucks, and it's unlimited drinks for the night. Um, I just got into this atmosphere. Can't say it's really for me. I'm not, they're out till like 4 a.m. I like to be in bed by 1.15, the latest. I'm going to put like a McDonald's in my hand. Like, (gasps) I need, I need, I need a drunk food when I'm eating. Like, I'm I'm a McDonald's fiend. You are a McDonald's fiend. I'm not a McDonald's girly. I personally prefer more of a slice of pizza situation. I can do Domino's. Like, I'm already dreaming, like, if we all hang out after Eric's birthday, like, I'm already dreaming about the Domino's pizza we're going to get. And Lindsay, like, I'm sorry because you're not even going to be here because you're going to be with Eric. Do, hey, maybe in the comment section people can let us know. I Is it socially acceptable to leave my boyfriend's birthday with because your friends. I don't want to be out that late at night? I don't think it's, like, bad. I just think he is going to be upset. We'll have to see how drunk he is. Personally, I think if my boyfriend left my birthday, I'd I would be upset. Bathroom. Like, I would be upset. So I feel like it has to work the same for boys. See, my therapist doesn't say that. She says that boys don't think the way we do. That's her, fish, uh, her real opinion. Because- no, but, like, she's right. Because I was going to throw a huge Super Bowl party, Super Bowl spread, and she was like, no one's going to even notice. No, 100%. They, the do, they do not care. And so she was like, you should just literally throw everything in a bowl and shove it in their faces because you're at work all so yeah, hard. Yeah, don't care so about the presentation. Don't care about the presentation. It's not, they're not going to care. And so. Which is our downfall because we care too much. We care enough for the both of us. Like, both for our other halves. You're right. 
So <laughs> problematic. My boyfriend's turning twenty five. His quarter life crisis. I'm calling it. I he, I wanted to like make it a quarter life crisis theme party because he is going through a quarter life crisis. Clearly, he's just seeing what's going on in his life. He doesn't know really where he wants to go from here. He's a twenty year old man. That's what it is. Super understandable. Like, like, it's understandable to not know what you want to do with your 20s. Sam and I got very lucky that we had passion and we were excited about a career yes. and we went down that route. I'm not saying you have to know right now, but... It's impossible. That's one of our very differences that I'm working on understanding because I just cannot <laughs> understand how someone doesn't know exactly no, what they want to do. That's where Patrick and I are I. similar. Like, we know what we want to do. Sometimes I think we're a little too similar in some ways. God help us. Anyway, you go. <laughs> but... I do have to say, we are different in, in great ways, and some days I think it might not be so great, but we're working on it, and I am working because I just need to, I come from a family where my sister knew she wanted to be a teacher, I knew I wanted to go into business, and we went for it, versus that's not the way it is for a lot of people, and I, it's, yeah. and it's completely understandable, because you know what's well, if you're listening to this, Eric, I love you anyway, but... Well, both just, of our dads are very successful, and they're very driven, yes. and they expected... And both of our moms, like, didn't really work. No. So, so they expect us to work really, really hard and, like, make your life for yourself. And I feel like that's part of the reason why it was so forced into us to be, like, you go to college and you get a job. Simple as that. Yes. Like, there was no options. No. You, you picked it and you were, like, okay. Like, I mean, like, I'm going to make myself like it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, if I, yeah. Yep. But he, so he's turning 25, and I said he should throw a quarter-life crisis party. And so he said he wanted to have everyone dress up as the 80s. I said, why? And he said, when he picture here is midlife crisis, he thinks of the 80s. I said, that goes nothing together. I was going to say, I think he's the only person that correlates the two of those things together. Yeah. I don't, sometimes I really just, I'm like, <laughs> what is going through your mind? But anyway, so I wanted to, like, get, like, get, like, Hot Wheels cars and put them everywhere and, like, things like that for oh, that's Life so crisis. cute. And decorate the bowling alley. So, he decided. Oh let me know if you need help. I will, I will. He loves a good activity. He, he, he claims he has ADHD. He's undiagnosed. We're not gonna. <laughs> he diagnosed himself he self-diagnosed. He has self-diagnosed on Google a few times. To be fair, I do that to myself, too. But it's via TikTok. Oh. Like, you know, the TikTok doctors are like, these are 10 signs you have ADHD. Or, like, 10 underlooked signs in women who have ADHD. So he, and, oh, my God, some of them line up. He took an online quiz. And it's like, <laughs> on one scale from 1 to 100, how likely do you have ADHD? It was like ADHD.gov. Like, it was like a real legit website. Right. And, out of, and he got a 87 out of 100. Oh, my God. So he really thinks he does. But he, so he likes an activity. He doesn't like to be standing around just drinking. You know what? That fits for him. So he found out that the bowling alley does two out two and a half hours of unlimited booze, appetizers, and two and a half hours of bowling. The and appetizers he has, are just getting me. And he has this intense dream, and so that is what he booked. Which I think the bowling fits into the quarter life crisis theme. Yes, it's something fifty year old people do. Yes, not twenty five year olds. We are also in a bowling league part time. I will admit, I will put myself on blast. I bowled in high school, and <laughs> he was that girl. <laughs> he plays on like six adult softball leagues, and I made fun of him a lot. So he decided that a good couple activity would be for us to join no, a bowling like, it's league. So nice. It was really nice. Maybe and- Pat and I will join you next year. Oh, Although, I- he yeah. like will live in Manhattan, but you know what? He can make the it's trek. It's one out. Saturday a month. He can yeah. make it. Listen if he wanted to he would and i think think he would i think he would too he enjoys an activity as well he likes to have something to do if he doesn't do something during the day he like gets really down on himself and is like i'm so unproductive and i'm like yeah it's all right like i can go one day without being productive 
he cannot. Like, he has to have something to do. I'm a mix in between. If I'm unproductive, quote unquote, and I read an entire book, that's productive to me. Oh, my level of productivity is low. Like, going to Starbucks is being productive. Oh, like, oh, I left my house. Fantastic. That's my levels. Like, when it's a snow day and you have nothing to do, I'm okay laying around my house all day, reading a book, watching a show. Agreed. He is like, I need to, uh, uh, he doesn't know what to do with himself, which I can't relate to. I can use a relaxing day. He Agreed. cannot. I can't watch a movie. I can't, one thing is I cannot do is I cannot sit down and watch a movie. It has I to be at 8 o'clock at night. If you don't start it between the hours of 7 and 9 o'clock, there's no way you're going to need to watch a movie in the middle of the day. I don't have a document. Okay, so I, like, I, I could do it with a documentary, but any like animated film, like fake film, I cannot, I want the intention span for it. I either fall asleep or I have to really? like, be on my phone doing something. I don't even like, like, I don't My want phone to- is a problem. But, so like my boyfriend gets mad at me, he's like, you're always on your phone when we're doing this. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, he really loves watching movies. He loves watching movies, goes all in That's on it. That's great for you. And I cannot do it. And I'm, and I'm not like scrolling through TikToks, making noise. Oh no, I'm it's not like the quiet stuff. I'm not like on Instagram, but I love to read a good BuzzFeed article while I'm watching a movie. Oh my God, you're a psychopath. And how can you read and watch? That's what he says. Yeah, how are you, you focusing? But we're watching like Encanto or Sing Two. Like that's nothing. I need a deep, intense totally. focus on documentaries. I'm all in. Spotlight, one of my favorite movies of all time. Ugh, that one makes me nauseous. It's a little nauseating with the theme, but, but it's, it's very it's well, well made. done. Totally well done. Sucked in. No phone. You won't hear from me for hours. The Blind Side. Oh, you will not my favorite hear from movie me ever. A thousand. What's percent. your favorite movie? Favorite movie of all time is controversial High School Musical. Wow, that is controversial, but that's a good choice. It is. It is the theme of my life. It is. No matter where I have been in my life, from the movie, time the movie came out, I can turn that movie on and smile and laugh. It is my favorite movie of all time. So true. Maybe I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I think that's a great idea. My favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Black and White edition. Fabulous. It's on Disney Plus. I watched it last year. They ruined it with the color edition. I didn't watch it in color. Watching Black and White. Black and White's better. It was really good. My father told me he's proud of that because his favorite movie is um, It's a Wonderful Life. His favorite movie of, of all time yes. and Christmas movie. I watched that in like seventh. Didn't we watch that in seventh grade? Yes. Okay, that, I don't remember it that well. That's but one I, that when, every time the, the, the bell rings, an angel gets their wings. Yeah. Well, my, that's my father's favorite movie of all time. And he thinks, I think he really thinks highly of himself because he enjoys it so much because he's like, look how classy I am that I love this black right, movie. Right, like I like a... Oh, what's the word? He's like not a, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie type of guy. I love Die Hard, though. Never Do you seen think it. it's a Christmas movie? Never oh, seen it. Oh, if you've never it. seen it, you don't know. I, like, think it is. We watched it during Christmas time last year. It was my first time seeing it, but I It takes I place it. during Christmas. That's it's on Christmas not. Eve. It's, like, I don't want to, like, give too much away because I really think you should watch it. But, like, there's, like, a Christmas Eve holiday party okay. that goes wrong. Okay. It's really good. I think my favorite movie, like... The Blind Side is, is quite up there. That's a movie I could turn on any day Soul and watch Surfer it. is also really... Even though I've never been able to watch the arm cut and cut off, like, I, I have to close my eyes. I can't look at the blood. Even if it's fake, it doesn't matter. Did you read the book? No. I only watched the movie. I, but it was fabulous. I was a stand before the movie. I read the book in wow. the third grade. It was my, it was my first third I grade I had heard of Bethany Hamilton. Hamilton, but I had never read it i just watched it but that's one of my favorites so i'm hearing that's our dream our dream guest number one. Oh my god stop that's funny how good would that be i would i would die like if she came like stop like forget forget housewives housewives are great but oh god, i would 
What house? What, what is your dream house? Melissa Gorga. Kyle Richards is mine. Okay. Do you watch Beverly Hills? On and off. Not consistently. I, I am a diehard Beverly Hills for sure. But New Jersey is definitely the... New Jersey, like, gets hard for me to watch. That's why the, I did not with, say Teresa. With the family. Like, it gets... Well, first of all, it's just, like, mind-boggling how moronic people are. But it sometimes it just, like, guts you to watch, like, Jen Aiden consistently slut-shame and victim-blame Marge. Like, I'm, like, I'm sick to my stomach. Like, I, I cannot physically watch you argue over this because your logic is so whack You've been watching Jersey since the beginning or for long enough. I've watched all the seasons that are released. Favorite former Jersey housewife? Former Jersey housewife? Well, it's not Kathy. I did not like Kathy. Okay. I liked Richie, so I have a soft Richie has had some problematic past. Agreed. Which no one knew about when we watched the show. But he was was so enjoyable on the show. Like, it actually is sad to, like, go on his Instagram and be like, oh, wait, this is what you turned into? Anyway, I'm trying to think. Oh, Dina. Dina Manzo. Okay, same family, Caroline Manzo. Okay, I love them both. I I do. Caroline was more entertaining. I Dina's loved her family. Commentary. Okay, was what got me because Dina didn't get involved in anything. Like the woman was like practically a statue. She was Switzerland. L- yeah, exactly. Except like her blindness to Teresa like really killed me. <laughs> Just like Dolores. Like I, I love Dolores, but. I, I can't keep watching you be like, well, Teresa's logic. Just give up. I don't care about no. Teresa's logic. She does this too. Her logic doesn't exist. Cause it's not there. She's just loyal beyond anything. It's crazy. And, and like Teresa claims to be loyal. She's not loyal. Teresa is the most unloyal person ever. She does not give an F about her family. But Dolores, I think she cares about Gia. Oh, no, her, no, her children, her daughters. Yeah, for sure. Her daughters. She can't say the word daughter. I know. Her I know. Why are you people, laughing at you? Oh, I can't see you laughing at me. <laughs> no, like when people spell it D-O-R-T-E-R-S when they're in Teresa's voice, daughter. Like, I can't. It's so good. No, she loves her kids. Like, it's Antonia, Gino, Joey Gorga. Like, oh, she Melissa, can... she doesn't care about anyone but those four girls, which I guess is, like, the most important thing. But, wait, do you follow them on Instagram? I follow Gia. Okay, did you see that Melania had a Sweet 16? Yes. But no one was at? That was what confused me. I think they just went out to dinner, and she did that whole shebang. That was what confused me. I did see the photos, and I only saw photos of the family plus Louie and his sons. Yep. And Melissa was posting about her podcast that night. Like, my next podcast is with Joe. Like, drop your questions. Like, they were on social media, but not actively at that party. So maybe it was just a dinner. She looked stunning. She did. I personally... The green dress was too prom dressy for me, though. But I think that's what a Sweet 16 dress is now. Like, I think Sweet 16 dresses have changed. That's so sad. My cousin also had a Sweet... Oh, wait. Who am I thinking of? My cousin had a Sweet 16 in her dress also. Very prom-y. Like, it was just, like, a silhouette dress. Not, like, a big puffy Long Island... My Sweet... Super Sweet 16. When but, I tell my friends from college that he's had, a, like, a Sweet 16, that's what they all thought. Like, Daddy pulled up in a car. I was like, was the party very similar? Yes. Was my father pulling around in a car? Getting no. me a beautiful BMW for my birthday? No. Wish. I wish. <laughs> no, but, like, I was, like, watching their stories like a hawk, trying to figure out if other people were there. And, like, no one else posted anything from the night. So I, I do think it was just them. I forget. One of them posted the location, and it was a restaurant in Manhattan. Gia posted a down, Tao downtown. Ta- yeah, after. Tao. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, see, I just thought that, I think that's just where they were. You think that's where they were? Because she only tagged Teresa, Louie, and Louise. But they were the only ones that can drink. Oh, Louie. Oh. It her not, friend. It was, it was a friend. friend. I, I, I looked. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're right. I think they were just there. Uh, like, to me, that's, like, so weird. Invite the rest of your extended family. And maybe don't invite the kids. Maybe don't invite Antonio. But Antonio's, maybe my Antonio's. They're her best friends. Yeah, but you don't, maybe don't invite the two younger boys. Like, maybe but even you though want, they're, like, in seventh grade. Yeah, but I think, I still think that. You just invite Gabriella's, the extended family. Gab- Gabriella's the youngest? No. Mal- Adriana is Adriana the is the Gabriella is, is like, between. 18 or something, yeah. She is. She's the quiet one. Yeah, no one hears from her. Good for her. Like, I feel bad. The poor girl was, like, forced on camp. Well, to be fair, they never really forced the kids on the camera. She's not really on the camera, Gabrielle. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's never really, like, the kids who wanted to be were on. And, like, they, I always noticed, like, when Gia had, like, her cheer competitions, there was, like, videos of it. But then they say, like, oh, Gabriella had a soccer game and there would not be any video. Yeah. No. She did not want to be on the camera. So, like, I'm really happy that she... Didn't is, have to be. Yeah, she didn't have to be. And that's the one thing, Teresa, with her daughters. Like, it's just, they... They... She protected... Well, okay. I saw a Facebook comment. That was like, Teresa protects her daughters from everything. And I was like, actually, does she? Because they were talking shit about Zia Joe and Zia Melissa in front of those kids from the ages of zero on. Like, they don't protect them from the family drama. They protected them from Joe going to jail. A thousand percent. And that, and Teresa going to jail, which it arguably is one of the most important things you can do. But they did not protect them from the family drama. They, and you can tell by the way they, like, speak to Zio Joe and Zia Melissa that, like, they were influenced so heavily by Joe and Teresa. Joe Gorga, big stand. The man would die for those children. Oh, my God. 1,000% would die for The them. videos of him moving Gia to college as, like, her surrogate and father. And He was not even trying to step in. He was just like, I'm such a proud uncle of you. Exactly. He, he knows was, his place. Yes. And he is major stan. We'll have to talk more next week about the episode from last like, night because it was, like, their big fight. But, um... You know, it's, like, it, I just, like, can't understand how they don't see how awful their own dad was. Like, you, I mean, obviously, like I guess they've never watched the show. Like, I'm sure Gia has. But even Gia probably hasn't watched those early seasons where the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I will die by this statement, is Christmas morning. First of all, they have the cameras in their house. Like, how pathetic. But Joe is literally laying on the couch with the camera, like, up over the back of the couch, not even looking at his kids opening the presents, literally sleeping, holding the camera just so he can record them. He is literally not... Teresa's the only mom that's present, the only parent present in that moment. On Christmas morning. You, I think that they did watch, because a few weeks ago, Gia, for her 21st birthday, was on Watch What Happens Live, and oh, they yeah. played Who Is Teresa Yelling At?, and she got almost all of them correctly. Yeah, she probably including did. Including the old seasons, except for one. And Teresa knew exactly. She's like, I know that outfit. And it was very funny. That's but, like, good. she got, like, the the posh, oh, the posh one. Iconic. She got she got the, the well, I, I think that the, the communion on the knees. Oh, my God. She was there for is that. It's iconic. She yeah, was there. You're right. You forget that. Like, no, you're right, though. She probably watched all the seasons, which is also not protecting your kids. You, you don't let them watch fucking reality television. Like, they're on at the ages of, like, six. Yeah. I did the math because um, she posted, like, a side-by-side today, like, season one, one season, season 12. 12. And I was like, okay, so it's been on for 12 years. 
They but they kind of took that year break when, when Teresa was in, was in prison, which was needed. So she was about eight when the show started. That is batshit. Eight. Like, can you imagine? I can't even imagine. But yeah, we'll have to catch up and and recap. We'll these. recap the episodes. We're also Salt Lake City fans, which I oh. think they are botching this season. Okay, could- I really haven't been watching. I. Like, um, I follow along on, like, live threads sometimes, but, like, Sunday nights in this house are usually in, we're watching football. Okay. And I, I do enjoy Football it. season's almost over, so. Thank the Lord. But I also, like, can't, I, I just don't usually watch, but I did try in the beginning to keep up with Jen getting arrested, but. I will, you took down Teresa and the Sweet 16, I will take down this for everyone. Okay, please. They are botching this season. That's they nothing. could. Right now, they have Real Housewives gold mine. Uh, they have an arrest. On camera, and not nearly. An on-camera arrest, and not only an arrest. Usually, the arrests, like Erica and Teresa, have to do with the significant other and right. their wrongdoing. This was all her. Sharif had nothing to do with That's it. so true. And they are not asking any questions. That's no weird. One, no one is going after the way they went after Teresa, and it's like, we saw this. Is this true? Is this true? Yeah. No one is asking any questions. Everyone's going after Mary and her church, which I also think is problematic, but save that for next season, ladies. Save that for next season. You can milk it out. Andy said this is the best season of your life. The first three episodes were the best season of my life. Then, now I'm like, what are you doing? You are wasting your perfect opportunity. I did watch the Lisa Barlow hot mic, though. I did tune in for that. Lisa and Meredith were friends for like 10 years plus, right? They like were long-term friends. Yes, and I don't remember which one. One of them was invited. I think it was Meredith was invited on the show, and she mentioned Lisa during her interview, and then that's how, like... That's so sad. It's really sad. I'm upset they're botching the season. Maybe I won't... I mean, I was gonna watch, but... Watch? It's it's good. They have enough other things, but they're just not taking advantage of the situation at hand. But do you think that's because they, like, can't, like... If Jen is so adamant that, like, she didn't do it, which I, like, based on what I've seen, she's, like, delusional and it's like, what? Like, they're they're indicting me on what? Like, maybe they, like, I don't know. Maybe got cut, you're saying? Like, they tried maybe it wasn't not good cut. for TV? But, like, yeah, maybe, like, she really is just so adamant that it's like, what else am I going to do? Like, keep badgering her and get the same answer? Like, well, that, like- also, people, like, said, Erica Jane, like, that they totally, like, Every single episode was about it, and it was, like, tiring. It was, like, okay, like, can we move on, like, slightly? Like, it's, but I also it, it gets to a lot. But I also felt like it was because it was her husband that crime. So how much can she really say? Versus this true. was Jen. But can she, like, what? Because she can't admit it on TV. No. Like, but- she hasn't been indicted yet, so I feel like what are they going to do? Like, she can only say, she can't give, any, give the courts anything to use. I think they, that could be why. They did subpoena all of the, un, from I, season one. That's crazy. All of the unaired footage. Can Good. you imagine them going through the footage and watching, like, Heather and her husband on the pole? Not Heather, Whitney. Whitney, <laughs> Whitney and her husband on the pole as these, like, cops are looking for something Like, evidence, good. yeah. Oh, my God. I wonder what, that, like, like, her trial's coming up, isn't it? I don't know. I really I think wish, it's in March. I hope they televise it. Oh, I, they're not going to. The Bravo cameras are going to be there, though. They're filming. 
And I, I think they're filming well. because they know her court date's coming. Oh, literally, they finished. I think they did the reunion and then started recording like three weeks later. Yeah, because they don't usually do it while the show is like they, still airing. They said they were filming again because of COVID. They lost track, lost timing. But I think that they could have recovered from the COVID situation. I think it's definitely because of the situation at hand. Yeah, I think they just have to stay COVID for, um, for legal reasons. Yeah, a thousand percent. Ugh. fascinating no housewife oh no orange county's on tonight but i think i'm gonna be reading my books tonight that's ha- happy for you what book are you reading now do you have a current read i am currently i just started it ends with us oh you're in for such a treat okay so sam um is a big colleen hoover fan i love colleen hoover I personally have never dabbled in her. We are in a book club with our friends that we just started up. Yes. And our next pick, well, I did make our next pick based off everyone else being a Colleen Hoover fan. I chose her new book. So I had to start with It Ends With Us because I've heard that's like, that I'll be all. It is. And so I'm starting with that. I just read, it's, I'm, I'm trying to open myself to new genres. I just read a book called Such a Happy Family. Not a happy family. Not a happy family, right. What's the other ones? Oh, I read another one called Such Something. Not Happy Family. I'm going to pull up the author's name. Shari LaPena, I want to say, pronounce it. That sounds right. She, fantastic book, thriller, page turner, finish it in type of day. I'm a big Jodi Picoult fan for that that kind of genre. You do like Jodi Picoult. I read almost every one of her books. So, fun she fact about me. She makes me cry, though. I, uh, it depends on the book. A fun fact about me is that I'm a little crazy, and <laughs> when I was younger, I, I'm a big reader, always have been, and I really loved Judy Bloom books, and I made it my personal mission to read every book mm-hmm. that Judy Bloom had ever written, because I was like, if I'm her favorite, if she's my favorite author, I should read every one of her works. Right. Yeah. So I was in, like, I would say the eighth grade, it was, like, when the time you were reading, like, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, like, that mm-hmm. kind of time, I went back and read all the Double Fudge books in, like, four hours that it's sitting, because those are meant for, like, third graders. Yep. I read Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Um, Deanie, Forever, that's the one, right? That's a little problematic, because, like... I don't know. I think it's Forever. Um, I didn't read that much Judy Bloom. And then when I got into, like, the 11th and 12th grade, I read her adult books, and then I went on this down my same journey with Jodi Picoult. I love that. And I started that, and I read... But her books are slightly problematic, in my opinion. Really? I just feel as though we're... In, in 2018, she published a book about white supremacists um, turning down a black nurse. And I, oh, and I just it's a really interesting topic to write about. When I read the book, fantastic book, would recommend. I think it's called um, Small Things Great. I'll I'll Google it right now, okay. um, and I'll look up the whole nine yards while we're at it. Yeah, um, might as well. Great book. I just I don't know how to search it. Jodi Picoult. I just felt feel like we're in the day and age where these things are could be slightly problematic, but that's me. I don't love reading about them. Yeah. And I've read almost a small thing, um, small great things it was called. It was about a delivery nurse, Ruth Jefferson. Would recommend. I read that one. I read a book called Sing You Home by her. Um, That's about a lesbian couple. I'll let you all adventure more into that. Big Jodi Picoult fan. Would read anything she writes except for her newest book, which is about COVID. And I will not be reading about COVID until I read at least five years out. God, I can never read about it. So on my bookshelf right now is It Ends With Us, and I'm reading Reminders of Him, also by Colleen Hoover. Means- and then my other book club, that is, it's reading The Love Hypothesis, but it seems like a rom-commy kind of like... That's kind of like Colleen Hoover's... Well, Colleen Hoover, I feel like, writes a rom-com in a book form. I also feel like it's a little dark and twisty from what I've been reading so yes, far. Yes, so it's like a movie. Like, it's something that's very easily adaptable because it's not just ha-ha-ha romance. It's like 
heavy. It's a the little, they're a little heavier. The love hypothesis is giving me strong lifetime movie vibes. Well, you know it's I a happy ending. I didn't read that one yet, but it's on my list. It's on my list. I read the synopsis of it, and it's giving me, like, it, you know it's going to be a happy ending when you start the book kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, the covers of those books, I feel like, always give it away. So, we'll see what happens. But I will keep everyone updated in the upcoming weeks, so I, I think. I am reading a Colleen Hoover book, All Your Perfects, but, like, right now, I'm not super... I've never heard of that one. I'm not super into it. It's, like, about a couple, like, basically falling out of love. I can't read that right now. Yeah, like, I just, it's not, it hasn't hooked me, and I'm only, like, 50 pages in, so I usually give it 100 pages, but I also am, like, not a quitter. Like, Have I, you ever quit a book before? Yes. What book? What was it? Big Summer by, like, Jennifer Weiner or something like that. I just, like, I couldn't do it. It was due back at the library, and I was, like, I have no like tied this book to to wanna like renew my lease on it <laughs> i quit my first book this summer and it was a book that was highly regarded people loved it anxious oh. people oh, was it making you anxious no i was reading it and i fell asleep so was oh. within 30 pages every single time i tried four times to sit down and read it and every time i fell asleep within 30 pages and i'm not usually like a book like books usually like make me sleepy but i could power through right because the book is good like, when the book like I said, like I read Such a Happy Family. Oh, yeah. In one sitting, like five hours straight. No problem. Something about this book, I was reading it outside on the beach on uh, over the summer. At the first two times, the second time was in my backyard. The third time was in my backyard. Every time, within 30 pages, I was dozing off. And I just, if a book makes me sleepy, I'm not doing it. And I've heard it's very hard to get into. Once you get into it, it gets good. And I just can't read a book like that. No, I... And it kills me because I bought it. Oh, maybe you can get, I mean, at least you can go back to it. So, if anyone wants to read it, let me know. Uh, I'll request it from you, from the Lindsay Library. Yes, the Library of Lindsay. Samantha was my secret Santa this summer. And this summer, wow, oh yeah. my god, this Christmas. Damn, come on, stick with it. And she got me a little book stamp that says from the Library of Lindsay, and it's my most prized possession. I need to order myself one, because I very much enjoy that. Maybe ask for Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day is too... Too soon, or... Yeah, it's coming too quick. Like, anyone who's getting me a Valentine's Day gift, hopefully, uh, Patrick has already purchased it. Today is February 9th, 2022. Yeah. For future records. Um, <laughs> and right now, today's right around the corner. Are you going... Are you going up to Buffalo? What's your plans? My plans are to go visit him at the end of February. So you'll have a little bleed so, at Tully. Exactly. But I think we're going to celebrate our anniversary then because it's in March. March 9th. So. Combine the two. Valentine's Day seems silly once Valentine's Day has passed. Okay. I think it's like a one day event. Like if you're not celebrating on Valentine's Day, like why are you going to go and celebrate it? I will say I've gone out, like, last year was on Sunday, so we went out on Saturday night to celebrate. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. If you're going to celebrate within three days, fine. We are making a weekend of it. We literally... As you should. I am not a spontaneous girly. I am really trying because my boyfriend literally could pack up and leave in a half hour and go for a 10-day vacation, and that's just my worst nightmare. So, we are working on meeting in the middle, and today is Wednesday. We have booked a trip for Friday. Woo! We are going to Atlantic City, New Jersey. We are staying next door to the hotel we want to hang out at. Oh, really? Because it is half the price. Oh, uh, I we, thought you had the timeshare points. We had to. So his mother had timeshare points. She was so lovingly going to share with us that we're not available for Friday night. 
and we had already like in our med- minds mentally planned for Friday. And I offered to switch. I offered to be flexible, mm-hmm. but he said no. Friday, our Friday plan works better, and I have the day off on Friday, so we are going to drive down that day where it's a little bit less traffic. So people will be working. Yeah, and we booked a hotel room. The Hard Rock Cafe Hotel, whatever you want to call it, was $325 a night. And I was not willing to spend that. No. That's a lot. The showboat next door, which is very old looking, but all it just needs to be a bed to sleep in, was $140. So we will be staying there. That's so flexible of you. I could never. I can't even. I'm so proud of myself. You really should be. That's impressive. So we are going there this weekend. And then I'm coming back. We'll be home for Super Bowl Sunday because that is important to my man. And then Monday, we are going out to dinner to a restaurant that I made the reservation for. He sent me a tw- tweet today, and it was like, wow, my girlfriend was telling me how important Valentine's Day was. I can't wait to see what she has planned. <laughs> because I literally planned it. But honestly... Sometimes it doesn't bother me when I have to make the reservation because... It's a love note to myself. I am that, making myself happy. To me, sometimes it's like, what does it matter who makes the reservation? Because he was never going to pick a restaurant without clearing it with me first because I don't want to be surprised. Do you have to clear it with him? Yeah, I always send him the, the thing. He doesn't even look usually. He usually just tells me, yeah, fine. I booked it without even telling him. Damn, that's harsh. It was a Sunday. So I'm a, I call it I'm a, um, a Sunday football widow is the way I talk about it. I do not hear between the hours of 1 and 10 from my boyfriend. That's crazy. I'll get like a, a random text or if I need something important, I call his brother's phone. He'll pick up. That's so sad. <laughs> That's interesting. His phone is an iffy call, but if I call Chris, usually he picks up. I've only had to do that once. One time in my life if I had to call his brother's phone when it was that important and he wasn't picking up. Usually within one or two rings, like not hanging up and trying again, not one or two yeah. rings, it works. But it was a Sunday. I saw this, rest- this restaurant had their normal menu, which is a big plus to me. I don't want no prefix situation right. on Valentine's Day. I want. I don't want. Uh, I want all the options. And I also know that they're going to upcharge that prefix right up the way. Hundred percent. So I want a regular menu, regular pricing. So I found that this restaurant that we has is on our list of places we've been wanting to try was doing full menu, regular menu on Valentine's Day. So I took the authority and I booked a reservation. You could because that's like you could always cancel. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I did that on a Sunday, and then I cleared it with him on Monday morning. I said, hey, would it be okay if I booked a reservation? And then when he said yes, I said, perfect, because I already did. Yeah, literally. Well, I feel like we'll hear about our Valentine's Day. Next week. Next week. When it will be past and gone, and no more Valentine's Day celebrations after the, fif- after the 15th, so. You all better abide to that rule. Exactly. Well, we hope everyone has a fantastic, fantastic week. week. And a good weekend. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.